Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
And we're back, fellas. It's your boy, Brett Swinney, with our first show of the season, weekly wrap-up here on NetSN. I'm joined with our normal crew. We've got Vincent Johnson, Corey C.M. Marshall, and the KO, Kyle Owens. What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? What's happening? First off, we want to officially welcome uh, KO to the team full-time this season. He is a... Wait! Oh, he's got. Oh, he's ready. He's got his hat. Draft cap. The draft cap. He what has been say, Magic Man. He has been drafted <laughs> in that sense. So uh, we're we're excited to have Kyle on, on board full time ish. Uh, also, another si- exciting announcement, Kyle. You want to tell everyone where you're going to be uh, every Friday night this football season? <clears throat> well, I will be. For those that don't know, first off, do I sound okay? I feel like I sound weird. Uh, you, you sound good. Okay. Uh, All all right, thanks. Anyway, so for those that don't know, I work at KLTV as well. And so um, this fall, I'll have the opportunity to be shooting the game of the week each week for KLTV and KTRE. So I'll be at the game of the week each week there. Uh, I'll shoot the highlights, interview the coach after the game, get some uh, get some locker room access with, some, with the camera as well. So excited for the opportunity. Uh, looking forward to it. I, I'm going to miss calling games because that's what I've been doing for the past seven years on Friday nights is calling football games. But um, excited to try something different in a different little avenue. So excited to see what happens. And I, well, I can't release where we'll be at our first game, but we've talked about it. So yeah. y'all know well, where I'll be in the first week. And I was going to say, Kyle, <laughs> right, uh, right. we'll keep you busy in the winter and the spring. Don't worry. If, you, if you're thinking <laughs> Kyle's leaving the, the call in the games, no, we're, we're going to have him on. Um, full-time with us doing basketball, softball, and baseball. And so um, I know he's excited about that. It'll actually make it even that more exciting since he's going to be off during football season. It's going to get that itch is going to grow a little bit on you. Look, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? So, <laughs> And we'll have, so and we'll have you here every week. We'll have you here every week uh, right. with us on the wrap-up show. Uh, he's going to do the Beast Texas show. We'll talk about that a little bit later on, uh, Beast from the East. And so – um, you'll still see Kyle. He's gonna he's gonna be doing some other things behind the scene for us, and so um, you'll. I you'll might see. even show up on your TV screen one day. You just don't know. Hey, that is true. Huh. That is true. <laughs> okay. Um, he's gonna pull out the TV screen. <laughs> so, how's everyone doing this week? I, I, everybody excited to talk football. I mean, it's it's kind of it's here. Man, I, I saw a Colorado Buffs highlight me, and I, shout out to the Colorado Buffs, man. They got a great media team. They got a hype video on Twitter. It's 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 hype. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, football season, man. Ain't I mean, ain't much talk about. It's here. So, well, speaking of excitement, speaking of excitement, guys. Wait, someone, <laughs> someone's entering the arena. It's his 24th year covering high school sports. Football specifically, his second year with DFW Inside High School Sports, named the two, 2022 THSCA Putt Pal Sports Rider of the Year. He has an unapologetic take and brutal honesty in high school sports for four decades. He was on. He was a senior in high school when this Plano East team tragically. Choked away the game against John Tyler at Texas Stadium. Oh wow! It's the DFW Insider High School Sports, and his favorite person in the world is Ko. 
No. Kylo. I didn't know who you were talking about until just Not now. Kyle Owens. His favorite person's actually Kevin Owens. Um, it's the professor himself, <laughs> Matt Diggs. Matt, welcome to the wrap-up show. I'm glad to be here, and I know you got two people who on your set right now who don't give a damn that I'm here right now, and KO is, is defeated, but you're happy I'm here, and that's all that matters. I, I'm happy you're here, Matt. I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm excited. We have some, we have some you know, heated battles on the wrestling in the wrestling ring when we're talking wrestling. And so I'm excited to see how it takes to the gridiron. I'm excited. But Brett asked me to come here to be the voice of, because he's a fair and he's a fair and impartial arbiter of high school football. So he brought me here to speak highly of the DFW schools as you speak of your East Texas schools. Because as we know, just like 8-5A in Division Two got taken out by all the DFW schools, we'll be here to do it again. And I'll be here to tell you all about it. <laughs> so and I thought it, it was as apropos for to Matt to be on this particular show because we know the the six A five A teams of East Texas they tend to cross paths with the DFW teams quite frequently um, in season and in playoff action. So uh, Matt's gonna he's got the inside connections there, so he's gonna be able to give us some inside scoops on on that and tell us why our polls are wrong because that's what we're gonna start first here. First segment is uh, Matt. We do a uh, a poll for each. Each show, we'll have a we'll have a poll for four A next week, and we'll have a three A two A private schools. This week's a six A five A. Now, last year there was a little controversy. We did a top ten for six A five in East Texas, and you know we we had the likes of no, no offense, Tyler High, Tyler Legacy, those guys getting in our poll and some people's votes at two and eight and you know one and nine type records, and we kind of. It was a back and forth debate. We decided to shrink that this year to five schools. That way, you, you have to earn your way up to get into our poll. So there's still some controversy there, but I, I'm going to go down and kind of give you a rundown of, of where our polls. We all four vote, and um, all four of our votes are equal, and it calculates out together. And our our this is our first release of these polls. No one else knows. Um, these guys don't even know how it came out. The, the yeah, I, was say, we don't even know. <laughs> I don't know so here we go it's so, news to uh, me we're going to start from five and go up to one at five is going to be texas high and, and texarkana um and we're going to and then four is going to be marshall three lufkin two white house and number one and to me is undoubtedly the the best team in east texas in the uh, 5a classification is longview so uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the way the poll shook out? You said White House is number two? Yes. I mean, they, had a, they had a good year last year, so, I mean. Now, now I will say um, we can start the debate at the top because I want I have the, you know, what you guys voted, and three out of the four of us picked Longview number one. Someone did not vote Longview number one, and a very surprise – uh, I have a beef with this one, Corey Marshall. Uh, I you knew tell it. them who I who, knew it. Who who you pick number one? So Matt can start. Well, Brits. Well, Brits winning since I didn't since I didn't really just take the vote seriously. I picked Tyler uh, uh, Tyler Legacy at at one, huh? and, and it, it went through. So I was like, hey, you know, hey, let's let's shock the world, Tyler Legacy. <laughs> and you know what? Listen, clock it right now. It's eight forty four p.m. 
right now on August the second, if they go ten and zero, I, I want all the laughs. To, I want all the laughs to just stop. Okay, they will not. If they, go if they make the playoffs. I don't need to go ten and zero, but if they seven and three is is a good ten and zero right for them. All right, seven and three is is a, is a mythical ten and zero. We'll, we'll we'll take that. Well, Matt, they're playing a lot of your schools up there. Is how how off is this uh, judgment of Corey here? Yeah, I mean, I, actually, I, my outside pick is I have them making the playoffs in the four spot over Roy City this year. Uh, but, I mean, that's maybe that's their three losses. It's the Mesquite Horn and the two Rockwall schools. But they're not beating the two Rockwall scores, schools or Mesquite Horn this year. Uh, so, to that end, I, I don't think that Tyler Legacy is clearly your number one team in East Texas. Uh, I don't even know if they would be in the top five. But I appreciate a good bid. I mean, there's a lot of reason for optimism over there, a new coach and a and uh, that quarterback coming back for Tyler Legacy, I'm a big fan of his. And I, I think uh, he might be onto something if we want to call them our dark horse pick of East Texas. But number one, woo, it's my guy right there. <laughs> hey, we got some, we got some uh, live viewers here. Let's uh, get them involved. Uh, we got the hashtag we want Corey started. Uh, Keith Whitman, one of our, our broadcasters, he's got that going. Uh, looks like. Looks like him and intern Claire are watching live. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, and our, our our one of our number one fans is back. It's Vince's boy Eddie. He's here. He's oh. got. He's saying Texas High should be number two. He's got. He's got uh, his poll: Longview, Texas High, White House, Marshall, Lufkin, and then Tyler Legacy. So basically, Tyler Legacy on his his number six there. So, um, not 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 a bad. Marshall would be a little bit higher. Yeah. Okay. So we we saw who picked one. We uh, we'll move down to our picks for two. These were kind of spread out. Uh, me and Vince had did have Texas high number two ranked in our poll. Kyle has White House and and Corey has Longview. Um, I know why I picked Texas high. I just think you know they're always so solid. They're they're, they're bringing back some players. I, I just think that White House. I know they had a good year last year, but I just not a believer yet. They could be good. And later in the season, I may move them up. But right now, I just I'm not quite there with them. Um, and of course, Longview, I had them one, so that's why I didn't have them two there. Uh, Kyle, you had you had a uh, White House. What do you got there? You got some inside information. Uh, you 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 got that inside connection now. Um, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna try and, and bluff it. No, uh, I, the only reason I picked uh, White House over Texas High is because I know more about White House than I do Texas High. That's truthfully the only reason. Um, I, there wasn't really a, a rhyme or reason to it other than that. I just and White House had a good year last year, and they got a lot of good a lot of good players coming back. Uh, they got eight returning on offense and eight on defense, so they got most of their squad coming back. I think they can improve. So I'm I, I'm, I got them as a projection as a number two early on. All right, Matt, what's your take on the? Uh... What do you think about number two? I'm a little sad that y'all are saying a one-and-done team last year had a good year. I mean, that was not what I would consider a good year. Uh, getting, uh, well, I mean, Lovejoy is a good team, but, I mean, that, that, whole, I well, that well, was indicative as – Well, that whole district – that whole, you, you could say the whole district had a bad year then because they all lost in the first round. We were done talking 5A D2 in, in the first round of the playoffs, and mm. Longview was really the only team that did anything. So – I mean, I think that was the shocker that, you know, I thought two of those schools would pick up the victories, but the, all four of them losing was a big shock, I think, to us at least. 
Yeah, it, it wasn't a real big shock to me as far as that goes. I mean, the, that district over there, and, and you got Melissa and Lovejoy looking that you do not want to be three and four seed in that 8-5-A because it's not going to be pretty. I, I do think this year the top two have a decent chance. But, I mean, we're talking, you know, we're, we're, we're talking teams that can play and, and, and have a good year. I mean, Crandall, I think Crandall's going to be on the way down, and that four seed is going to be a little bit uh, iffy in 7-5-A. So I think we, we might see a split this year. But I agree with those who have said, uh, the, the listeners who are talking, I think Texas High is clearly your number two team in, in your East Texas Bowl. Okay. Uh, Vince, you want to talk? You had Texas High with me. What was your reason for going with them? Um, honestly, they they had a they had a good year, and I was looking at how many people they were having return. Uh, Texas High, I, it, it was. I think I put. Did I put White House? You have White House three, yeah. I had, I put White House three. At mm-hmm. first, I think I had White House two, and then I went back and I was looking and kind of gauging it, and I said, you know, Texas High kind of seemed like they had a, a good year in their return. Now, White House, you remember White House shocked Texas High last year? Remember they? They did. They, they did. Beat them. That's why I and was kind of. I had. And then they came. And then they went ahead and they lost that last game. Yeah. And then it, and and kind remember, of White House did lose. They blew one to Nat. Mm-hmm. Nat to me really, it, it kind of said a lot to me as far as where I was going to put the two rankings. I still believe that top three, they were both in there, but that loss to Nacogdoches last year to me was just unnecessary, uh, especially for a team that I was ranking so high. Uh, so uh, that was the reason I went with uh, Texas High overall yeah. over White House. Yeah, our boy Eddie was at the. Texas High White House game, I believe. So as he's saying, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, it was. I remember, as I remember, some controversy at the game, if I'm not mistaken. Something happened toward the end of the game where I can't remember what happened. Something funny happened toward the end of that game, if I can recall. But I do want to say this. Since my polls are jacked up, I'm just going to add some two cents. Um, nonetheless, that district was tight. You know, as you can recall, like that district was completely tight. You know, Marshall had to win. I think they had to win the last game to make the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. and it was like a three or four-way tie with, like, you know, the fourth seed and something like that. Um, it was weird. At some point in time, uh, Nacogdoches could have been in the playoffs. They were like – they won a couple of games. It, it was weird. But the end, the end result was I think White House ended up being probably one of the better teams in the district, um, no doubt. And they got a lot of teams. They got a lot of guys returning. Uh, a couple wide receivers are gone this year. You know, D1 wide receivers, so they, they, I don't see how they're going to run the football. Offensive line is going to be their bell cow. You know, they, they, I mean, they still got a good offensive line, but I don't know, man. This is going to be interesting. Everybody's hyping up White House. I would, I would love to see them. You know, play a good schedule, a good game. You know, especially if wow, it's a martial arts. How hard, how hard but, is that? Uh, to say, Corey? Corey, how hard is that to say? Well, I have to think differently. I got a different hat on now. So I gotta think differently. I can't. I can't. You know. That's like that's like Kyle, that's like, with, that's like Kyle yeah. uh, wishing Van good luck to uh, to win a game. Oh, I I can do that now. Uh, I couldn't back in the day. I can do that now easily. Oh, now when it comes, right. Kyle, Kyle said we grew right. up. We <laughs> over it. Yeah, right. Yeah. We grew up, man. That's, that was I'm good. I ain't got nothing bad to say about it. I grew up that much. I still I still got blue and gold my soul. Don't get Let that bite. Hey. Okay, Jersey White House, something. (laughs) (laughs) Corey's wearing a jersey now. He's gonna be 
You gonna go that far? <laughs> Where are you? Rick, come on with the White House Wildcats hat. And then negatives. I'd rock it. I can't do that. I would rock it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, man. There's too much maroon. I don't know. There's too much maroon. I still remember my principal losing that bet and having to wear that White House hat all Monday. So I I, I ain't ready to touch that yet. <laughs> all right. So, Kyle, you had, you had everyone had White House at three, except you had Lufkin. Um, give, <laughs> give us your reasoning on having wow. Lufkin in the third spot. Listen, listen. I, I was – I've been doing, you know, at, at the radio station, I covered the same, you know, 18, 19 schools every year. So I knew, I knew those schools great. Ain't none of them 5A or 6A. Um, so I had to go with now I'm trying to learn 107 teams that KLTV and KTRE cover. So I'm, I'm just going off the teams that we cover, and that's, that's, that's why I picked Lufkin. I ain't going to lie to you. No I was problem. going off the teams that, no, no that uh, we, we cover. So no problem expanding that knowledge, right? Just just come right to you. <laughs> it's a lot harder. It's a lot of schools, man. A lot of schools. Well, at least you're doing it during the uh, during the day now. You're you're it's part of your your job there. So it, it yeah, you are getting a little access. That's that's something that Kyle's going to bring us because he's going to be at the game of the week every week. So he's going to have some inside knowledge and get some you know sideline you know intel and and good good camera work and all that kind of stuff. So going to benefit him and probably his picks because he's going to have he's going to have a variety of games he's going to by the end of the season he's going to know who's the good. big thing about that though is i'm actually coming in at the start this time so it's going to yeah. be a true it's going to be a true battle i came in behind the eight ball last season and i couldn't catch up yeah so i'm gonna come in now i'm at the start of the year i'm gonna have a good start we're good i'm, I'm coming for your title is what i'm saying <laughs> oh the, oh wait the, the, oh oh the title it's somewhere around. Oh God, here. don't do it! Don't don't gas him up! Don't, 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 don't gas him up! Don't do this! No, don't don't do that! All right, let's not. I can't do the video. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play the video yet. We're we're it's early. Uh, I want to do. I do want to get some uh, some chat going. We got C Rat. I wonder if this is uh, Conrad. I think so. I think uh, so. Shout out to Conrad over at K Movies. Kind of uh, filling those KO shoes over there. Doing yeah, he's going to be a play-by-play guy this year. I like Longview, he says. Okay. Um, Eddie Eddie talked about the the bad calls. I think that's what you're referring to, Corey, um, in that Texas High White House game. And he's saying that White House has a weak schedule. I'm, I'm really surprised that Eddie hasn't started putting his numbers out yet because you know he has his it's numbers. Well, I guess it's it, maybe Texas High is a weak game on the schedule. Is that what he's saying? I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to. You know, never mind. I'm not gonna say anything. Just All right, look. we're gonna move down to four. We're gonna move down to four. Um, well, well, Matt's back here on those third spots. Uh, Matt, where would you have fallen if you were voting? You know, I, I think I would probably, since I had Texas High two, I would probably put White House three. I think they're very similar that district. Lufkin ain't even gonna make the playoffs, and y'all are talking about them being in the uh -oh. top five. Did uh -oh. you not hear? No, 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 no. Listen, I, I, I admittedly said that I only chose from teams it, that, that East Texas covers, right? And so I was just picking Lufkin out of no, not prior knowledge. Basically. Why don't you pick like Longview Pine Tree or why don't you give another bad team you some know? love if you're at it, out here? You can just throw some wait, random wait, wait, bad wait, wait, teams wait, wait. Oh, let's not. Let me drop a on you, Matt. Lufkin made the playoffs for 23 straight seasons from 1998 to 2020. So 
I feel like they they're not gonna be down for well, a long what time. What did they finish last year? They wasn't six and four. They finished yeah, six and four. It wasn't horrible. They're not they horrible. A, yeah. Listen, they had an eight right. point loss to Lancaster and a, and a nine point loss to West Mesquite. And they got I mean, the you're talking about. Oh, they they were almost there. If I recall right, they had to win like the last two games or something like that to get in, yeah. and that's where I they fell short at. Look, yeah. I'm not saying they're top five, like but I'm just saying. You literally said they're top five, five. KO. It's what I, came I, out of your mouth. Well, well, <laughs> no, that's what came on the on the on the on the polls. It's gonna but be. Saying, I wouldn't have put them that to, high. To Kyle's defense, to defense. Moving down to the next vote, I had I had Lufkin at four, and thank it, you. See, okay, so but we're look we're also only voting on East Texas teams. So I do have a beef though. With one Vincent Johnson, Uh-oh. who now is going back to what we what we were said we weren't going to do this year, and we were going to do a top five East Texas, right, guys? Isn't that what we decided? Yep. Where did I put? Do you know who he put? Lancaster. Uh oh. If they're in East Texas, then I must be making a million dollars a show. I ain't got no map in front of me. I, I I'm gonna be real with are you. you. Are you? Have, I'm, I'm gonna say is your name Corey Marshall. I did. I hey, that map is tricky. I didn't want to say this, but I did have Lufkin on there at first, and then I took him off, and I was like, no. Okay. Uh, so least I, did, huh? I changed it right before I sent it in. Yeah. Matt, do you cover do you cover Lancaster, Matt? Is that in your region? I, I do cover Lancaster, okay. and uh, as I, I know see in the chat, in. Lufkin losing to West Virginia is a bad loss. I was going to give him yeah. some love. <laughs> yeah, Lufkin losing. Okay, so so here's your year. we're moving here, forward for you. That Keith had gave you a special message here. He said geography is hard, Vince. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm geographically challenged. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're picking off Corey's list or what, uh, Vince. But yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm surprised you know, Corey didn't do it this year. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Corey. Corey. Oh, Corey. I don't know what he's Texas. He was. He was confused on East Texas schools last year, so we have to remind him, you know, which schools are in East Texas. He has a little trouble using Google Maps. It's okay. I, I get a lot so, of black because just I, I rank Longview as part of the DFW area because they're in DFW district, and I would rank Lufkin and uh, and, and Tyler High as part of that because I think for you rank one, you rank them all, and and it, it's kind of dumb for like you know you're like if you're like uh, Lancaster and you're like number three in DFW area and you play unranked Longview, it doesn't really make sense to give yeah. you know you have to give the context of, yeah. of a district. And I think well, that's, that's why we decided to just do five. We were kind of doing that last year, but since we're just doing five, these are the best five teams in our region. So that's why we're prefacing, you know, we, if I, if we were voting like last year, yes, I would agree with Vince Lancaster would be up there. Um, yeah. And some others, but since we're not doing yeah, that, we had to reach for teams last year. It was, it was kind of tough. So we had some people voting, like I think me and Vince were voting one way. And then Corey was throwing in, you know, he started throwing, what was that? Tyler High, was number six. I was just throwing the East Texas school. game. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I want to feel like it was something about Kaufman or something too. Didn't you? Yeah, a, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah, Kaufman, had something to do with Kaufman. Yeah, he wouldn't know Kaufman, Kaufman was. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, so our our fourth pick, uh, Corey and I had Lufkin. Uh, of course, Vince had that random Lancaster pick, and then Kyle, you had Marshall there. Um, tell us about Marshall. 
Oh man, I again, I was just choosing out of teams. I really just focused on that that East Texas basically district that that eight five A Division two, and so um, that's really where I was going with that. And Marshall to me, they had a they had a, a you know they only made the first round of the playoffs, but I think I, I like their offense. They got some big boys over there, at Marshall, and I think uh, with with the with the threat of being um, made a meme, size matters over in Marshall and in football. So. I think uh, that Marshall will have a better year this year. And again, I was just picking out of teams that I could think of think of that are in that area. So, yeah, I think Marshall they were competitive last year. I mean, that district was kind of all a big a big mess, um, and we we kind of it kind of sorted itself out toward the end of the season. Um, there's somebody that I didn't put on my poll, but I think could be one to watch out for is Hallsville. Um, they're that outskirts of Longview. I think Hallsville could be sneaky good in that district. Um, You've got, of course, I know Matt kind of was joking about Pine Tree, but they're returning 16 guys. And, you know, the Texas football Bible has picked them as fourth team in the district. They're, they're picked to actually make the playoffs this year. And so for Pine Tree, that would be a huge success. I mean, they're not really known for their their football. Um, but uh, And so I, I, that's a team that could be – I mean, we, we have a lot of teams – I think in, in this poll, when we get down to the bottom, I mean, it's going to be, I think, Longview and then everybody else, honestly, this year. I mean, it's going to fluctuate, you know, depending on who plays who and and um, in that case. But going down to five, I have Marshall. Uh, Vince had Marshall as well. Um, Kyle had Tyler High, and Corey had Nacogdoches. All right, guys. I know why I picked Marshall. I think they were competitive this last year. I think they're right there on the edge. Um of possibly doing something. Tyler High has got a new coach. So tell us about that, Kyle. That's that's now I do have some actual information on why I picked uh Tyler High here. Um I got to talk to the a couple of players at Media Day a couple weeks ago and just there the, I, I know every team goes into it with high expectations, just you know, thinking, hey, we're gonna win it all this year, but they had a a it was a different it was kind of that old Cujo like it was that Cujo was coming back and, and and Coach Woods coming in I asked him about that and the the players are just excited about having kind of a new voice in the locker room and on the field so I think they're going to be playing some inspired football this year and I'm I'm not saying they're going to go win state or anything but I think they can definitely get back to the playoffs and and maybe win a game or two. Yeah, you start talking Cujo. You start talking Cujo, there's a lot of people's hair standing in the back. Listen, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, can't, I'm not, can't just throw it around. Yeah, <laughs> Matt loves it's that. Kinda like, it's kind of like Miami, you know, you don't, you don't say to you no more because, you know, people start I'm, looking around. I'm not like, saying they're what? coming back to it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a step in the right direction. That's all I'm saying. I, got you. I agree with you. Some yeah. old JC flags come out. They might win seven games this year. I yeah. uh, was, you know, conversating with a couple of buddies and, and um, we were talking about, like you said, the coach and the direction things were going. And I just, I was like, you know, looking at the schedule, I could see them winning about seven games. You know, they probably shock everybody. You know, the, the hardest part is when they get in the district. Yeah, obviously, that's gonna be that's gonna be their challenge is when they get in the district. So I think they uh, need to start fast too. They need to start hot. Like they need to come out win the first game or two. Because you, you got to build that confidence. Yeah, well, get out that confidence. I think that game against Legacy in week two. I mean, for both schools, two new coaches, two coaches trying to build something. I mean, it could it's be the, right. It, it's going to be. I mean, you know, it's always big, but 
It's one of those like yeah. it could send one program, you know, forward and the other one, you know, backwards or spinning in, in neutral right there. Yeah. That that uh, that big game. All right, Matt. So you you heard what we've got. Well, let's let Corey talk about Nacogdoches. I'm curious about this one. It's, uh Nacogdoches got spanked by a lot of teams last year. Uh, what what do you think? Why do you think they deserve a top five uh, vote? So reverse. I want to talk about Tyler. I want to talk about Tyler Hyde real quick. Oh, he doesn't want to talk um, about Nick. <laughs> I mean, you is. know why? The, you know I didn't. You know, that pick wasn't real. I just I was seeing the thing. You know, but I do want to say this about Tyler. I do want to say this about Tyler. There, there's that first game of the season. They got blasted. I won't say they got blasted last year, but they did lose that first game of the season. It, like like you were saying, they do need a good start. You know, it, it's a good start. That Mesquite Horn game. I, to me, I think that's that that's that middle-of-the-road game. It's that summit game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just start the season 2-0, and and then next thing you know, that Mesquite Horn game, they're 2-0 as well. That's that. I mean, that could be that, that game that propels them on into the district. And, hey, man, you never know. It, anything can happen. You know, they 7-3 is not a bad – it's not a bad record at all, especially no. if you can make the playoffs. That's, that's not bad. All right, so we got Eddie's got some information. Marshall's having to replace a lot. Um, they're returning. Yeah. They're returning yeah. four offense and five defensive players. So they they have more than half of their starters to replace. So mm. I mean that you never know how that's going to work. You know, you could replace some yeah. and add some guys. Could that be you're reloading or yeah. replace. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, Marshall does got their first team quarterback coming back. So and that's big. Yeah. That's massive. Pine Tree Van Week One will be very interesting. Start the season. Because Van, you know, they they were young last year, so they're bringing back quite a bit. They'll be pretty good. Um, and, the, of course, they're in a tough district with Carthage and Center. But um, Pine Tree will be – that'll be interesting to see because, you know, people are up are high on Pine Tree, high on Van, you know, two teams in different classifications. That's a very interesting game. I, I agree. Um, Eddie's got Texas High, has Frisco, Lone Star, and Colleyville Heritage, where White House goes – North Forney and Jacksonville, and he's saying that's a week's go. Now, I wouldn't say J- Jacksonville is going to be a little bit better than people give him credit for uh, this year. It's Coach Holman's second year over there, and they were they were tough and competitive last year in some games. I, I yeah, mean, they I, lost their star, right? They lost mm-hmm. their uh, star receiver. Yeah, and um, yeah. So in that Chapel Hill game, I was there in the Tomato Bowl. Vince was there with me. Yeah. They played well with Chapel Hill for about a quarter and a half, and then Chapel Hill was able to just go out. So they've got some good things going. Uh, Coach Holman's a really good coach, a defensive-minded guy. He was a defensive coordinator on the state championship team for uh, Chapel Hill back in 2011. So um, he's really good with the kids, and I look to see them fight for that playoff spot in that class. So I wouldn't say that's just, you know, equals week schedule. I mean, White House always plays. just comparing the two. Yeah, but I wouldn't compare the two, honestly. White House is a forty-five point favorite against Jacksonville. Wow, I don't know about that. I, How do they already know that? Forty-five. That's what. Where that's are you getting that number from, man? How do you already know that? I I, I know, but I'm saying, how do you already know that when where it's where we're three weeks out from, from the start of like, the forty-five point favorite? No. <laughs> no. Look, somebody's dog didn't like that either. <laughs> Matt, what do you say about that spread? Forty-five point. I mean, White House is a good team. Jacksonville has obviously got some struggles that they're going, but certainly they're not. I mean, Texas, 
Texas High has got a much tougher schedule. You got Frisco Lone Star, probably a state ranked team, and Colleyville Heritage, an area ranked team. Those are two pretty salty teams right there. Well, I mean, sometimes the, the tough schedule works out for you. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, you go in, you play some tough teams, you get beat up and come out banged up and not healthy, and then you get into your district schedule and you limp through it. And so, you know, sometimes it can it can turn on you in, in an instant like that. Um, he's saying that the pigskin prep is where he got that that information. So, and then he uh, Eddie's saying now I know why he's saying this. Tyler has new coach OSU alum because his son um, is going to OSU. So congrats oh, okay. to uh, Caleb. Congratulations. Uh, got it. He's signed to go to OSU. Um, that's awesome. So, um, but yeah, I think honestly, and we'll go back and look, um, we're going to, we're just going to kind of break down each district a little bit, kind of tell you what we think. So we'll start with the Tyler legacy district. Okay. They're in there with all the DFW teams. I think Tyler legacy just, is looking to improve and give themselves a chance at a playoff spot in this district. Now, Matt, what are their odds of, of who you've got up there in that district? What is what's Tyler Legacy's odds of of sneaking in a, to a playoff spot? You know, I have them making the playoffs. Like I said, I have them going in uh, to the I have them going in the fourth spot. Uh, Bo Trahan, uh, Bo Trahan, the new coach over there. I think sometimes you y'all were talking about you need that new voice, and I think uh, Tyler Heigen definitely benefit from that new voice. But I think Legacy uh, might benefit from that new voice. I really like Luke Wolf, the the quarterback coming back over there, and they got Micah Pearson, the really talented running back coming back. They have an offensive infrastructure that is coming back that I think can really have success and you take Roy city last year, Roy city was a surprise team in making the playoffs. They graduated everybody. Uh, I know mesquite high and, and, uh, it's kind of looking at things. I don't think North Forney is. I think it's the one team we can kind of strike out. Uh, but I think you're going to see Mesquite, Tyler, Legacy, and uh, you're going to see as well in Roy City all fighting for that last playoff spot. I'm, I'm giving the edge just because of that offensive returning talent to Tyler Legacy. This Mesquite and Roy City, they got they got to answer who's going to be quarterback, who's going to be running back. They, Legacy's got those questions answered, but I don't think they're going to be competitive with the top three teams. Well, Eddie's saying projected two and eight. And that would be – they would be in that sixth spot, which that's where uh, Dave Campbell's has them as projected sixth behind both Roy City and Mesquite, like you mentioned. So, I mean, it's – that's just how close it is. I think it's it's one of those things. It's who brings their A game. You know, injuries are going to play a factor because those are always huge. Not as big at the bigger schools because you've got more guys. But if it's the wrong guy get injured, you know, it can make a big, big impact. At certain positions, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, legacy. You know, going back to the pigskin prep poll, you know, he's very high on mesquite. Jerry uh, Forrest, who does the pigskin prep poll, I don't know why he's high on mesquite. I, I've looked at their roster. I see who they've got coming back. Uh, they got a lot of question marks coming back. And and legacy, like I said, their skill players are pretty set. So I, I think uh, that may get adjusted in the first couple of weeks as as they play a non district schedule. And I think uh, that'll take care of themselves. But Rockwall uh, and and Rodney Webb, uh, the the really talented coach is back at Rockwall Heath. He was the coach at Rockwall for many years. I think Mesquite Horn is a team to keep an eye on as well. Mesquite Horn has a chance to be really good this year. They return just about everybody as well. Hey, and Eddie gave you a compliment, Matt, so you might want to take that and run with it because uh, Eddie's real. Eddie's tough, so he said great breakdown there of, uh, of that. He's saying Roy City at 4-8. and eight. I guess that's meaning 
they're three and seven, and then they may win a playoff game, I guess, and and then lose one. Man. Well, everybody's going to beat nine six A, so that doesn't surprise me. Nine six A is the Garland ISD district and the two Wiley teams. Not a very good district, buddy, <laughs> over there in nine six A. Do you have any Garland fans of yours, Matt? I'm loved in Garland. I've got like a season pass over there. They keep me on speed dial over at the AD office at Garland. Yeah, even with talking that much bad news about them, they they still let they you. Know. Have... <laughs> they know. <laughs> okay, so but we've kind of broken down that district, and I'm gonna let you have this little bit little segment, Matt. So, six A DFW, tell us how you think it's gonna play out um, to our audience. Well, I mean, you got the reigning and defending the Roman Reigns of of football when, when you have Duncanville and DeSoto sitting in 11-6A, and that's your basically your second round of your playoffs for anybody who gets out of the 10-6A, 9-6A by district. Uh, I think those two, as loaded as they are, are going to be back there uh, at AT&T again this year, and obviously – all roads lead through them in Region 2. Region 1 is a lot more interesting. You got some really good teams. You got some young teams. And a team y'all need to kind of consider uh, as you keep an eye on it is McKinney High. And that's uh, Longview's uh, week one opponent at the McKinney ISD Classic. Thursday night football, you're, you're going to have Longview and uh, McKinney playing each other. I'm leaning toward picking McKinney in that game. And, and I love Longview. I'm a big Lobo fan. Uh, you know, I, 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 I was – picking them against Toledo last year and, and looking wrong as far as that yeah. goes. Uh, but McKinney is loaded for bear this year and they're a really good team. And I think a lot of people, when you just hear the names, like if we're like KO and you don't really know anything about football, you just like names, <laughs> you know, you hear Longview and you hear McKinney and you're like, Oh, Longview got that. Not this year. Not this year. Wow. Daggers thrown across. Man. That's all right. I knew what I knew what it was when I when I knew he was coming in. I knew what it was. I, I we're good. Look, look, I caught okay. some of them. You know, Kyle, I, I don't hey, know what you with, did. He came with the disrespect, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know what you did, man. man, if man you have, hey, Vince. Hey, Vince. Well, tune into the wrestling show. I, they I feel like, like I know. I, I feel like I'm watching a boxing match all over again. I'm like, hey, hey right, put right. your hands up, man. And, he, and it's the, the thing is, I Matt doesn't, Matt doesn't have any. He doesn't play favorites either. That's Jeremy. Yeah, see, he, I'm not the only one. That, that's that's just Matt's character. You know, he's just gonna go after somebody. And I, I, yeah, I, I, like, I, like, it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like somebody has a differing opinion. We can go back and forth because at the end yeah. of the day, I could probably hit up Matt on the Twitter <clears throat> X and uh, and say, "Hey, what's up, man?" I'll get a response still, and it may not be, you know, it may not be a bad one. So at the end of the day, we're still what cool. And I like it. X, yeah, I still don't get that. You know, I, I, I don't so want to get that. Is that what it's called now? I thought it was just changing the logo. Yeah, it's called X. Yeah, it's, it's X. X. I don't, I don't know. X. Yeah. Hey, they're starting to change this. So now instead of uh, tweeting it to post and uh, repost instead of retweet, oh. you know, they're starting in that. So, oh, yeah, it's okay. uh, Conrad X. says he's running made a side district there. Uh, Matt, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean that that's two uh, two coaches who know each other. Uh, Rockwall is loaded for Bear too. I mean, both Rockwall and Rockwall Heath basically have quarterbacks coming back who are sons of uh, or brothers of D1 guys uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, you got Caleb Hoover Hoover over at Rockwall Heath and Landon Locke uh, at Rockwall. So they've got really good quarterbacks in the system. Rockwall Heath uh, had had a little bit of controversy in the offseason. Their quarterback or their coach was fired uh, after making kids do too many push-ups. Uh, 
and that was a whole thing oh, over wow. in the DFW area. Wow. Uh, and uh, so we got a new coach over there, and they brought in Highland Park's AD, who was over at Denton Geyer, uh, Rodney Webb, who also coached at Rockwall before going to Denton Geyer, and then the Highland Park job. Uh, so he's got familiarity with Rockwall ISD. He knows uh, the athletic office over there, and he has been one of the best coaches in the DFW area for a while. Uh, so those two teams are probably your top two, and they've had some banger games the last couple of years. I think one was like a 77 to 75 triple overtime game a couple of years ago, the kind of thing that makes people like KO get crazy as you're thinking about deadlines and, and whatnot, getting your TV stuff prepped. Uh, but that's the kind of fun you're going to have in this district. I think Tyler legacy is going to be part of that conversation. It's not easy to go East. I know you get dairy palace when you go East and stop in Canton uh, and, and get your uh, little your fix to some banana pudding ice cream. Uh, but you know, you have a decided advantage when you head out there and when we get to five, uh, we start, start talking about seven, five, I've got some hot sports opinions about that Lancaster Longview game last year, speaking of home cooking, uh, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Well, that's a good segue. Uh, we're going to roll over into District 7, 5A Division 1. Um, of course, you know, Longview is kind of everyone's darling pick to win that district. They've got, you know, arguably one of the best running backs in the state coming back, Taylor Tatum. Um, kind of, he's it's kind of his show now. Hale has now graduated. And so he's their workhorse. Um, and so it's going to be a battle. I, honestly, you know, as much as we c- talked about Lancaster last year. It's still Longview Lancaster, I, I believe, in that district. Um, and you've got teams like McKinney North, Forney, Lufkin, and Tyler High that I think those four teams are right there, kind of are going to be fighting again for those two playoff spots. Um, Matt, how far off am, am I Am I in agreement? Are you, are you on the same page there? Yeah, I, I think we're definitely on the same page as far as that goes. I mean, Longview, other than having to answer that receiver question and, and the quarterback question, they got everybody coming back. When I was doing my research on them, I mean, just some big names like Willie Nelson and Chase Smith and Taylor Tatum, uh, you know, and, and Elijah Johnson. I mean, you just go right through and it's like, he's back, he's back, he's back. Uh, so Longview's got the cats coming back. I think quarterback's going to be their big question. Who's going to step in uh, and take over at quarterback and will they have efficiency? I've always argued when we talk about high school football, I think quarterback is the most important position on the field. Uh, so the fact that Longview has that question for me, that that's a big question for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure people in Longview who know the program, know the situation, know the quarterback situation might feel a little bit better because when's the last time Longview's had a bad quarterback? I mean, that's been a pretty good tradition over there for a while. Well, you got Andrew Tut and Maverick Rowe listed, you know, it doesn't, I don't think they have a, you know, at this point, I don't know who they're going to go with. That's who's listed down as their players to look for for quarterbacks. So, um, guys, what do you think about this district? Um, who's up first? Go ahead. It, anybody can start. I thought I was on silent. I was like, what's going on? No, I mean, uh, I mean, Longview's got it. I mean, just. You know, I'm not picking – I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, I am by East Texas. I'm not picking anybody above an East Texas school, especially not from East Texas. So I'm not going that route. You got me, you got me messed up there. But no, I mean, it's Longview still, what, the past 10 years, they've, I mean, should, I mean, they've just been that team, you know, in East Texas, the, the most dominant, you know, uh, 6A, 5A school in East Texas. And it hadn't changed just yet. Um, I just kind of wish there was some, some parity there somewhere. 
you know, I just wish that Tyler School would, would, would come up and, and be a little bit better. I would like to say, oh, I think Tyler's going to be a little bit better this year and, and compete for a district uh, title or, or something like that. that. That would, I mean, you know, I, I don't know about y'all, but it's it's not the same when you don't have a good Longview-Lufkin battle or Tyler-Lufkin-Longview. It's it's not the same football in East Texas when they, neither one of those schools can, can play each other for a big game. And it, it's just not the same. So, I don't know. Maybe I feel – maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. I'm probably not, yeah, but I wish those games really meant something when Longview and Tyler played. But I mean, at the moment, it's, it's going to be Longview. They, they got – I mean, honestly, like, you know, you go back <clears throat> past 10 years ago, you know, it was it was always a fight between Longview and, and, like, Tyler High or, you know, it, Lufkin. There was always a battle with them, you know. They – even if one on paper looked better than the other, they had to get through each other, you know, and and it made for an exciting experience, an exciting game. And now it's just Longview is so much better than that entire district. And I don't really know when that started. I don't know how it started, <laughs> but it, it, started. it makes you look at that district and you think nobody's coming out of there but Longview. Nobody's surviving Longview. I mean, they lost one game last year. And they're bringing back, you know, what, uh, 14 people or something like that? I don't know. They're bringing back a lot of guys, and it just seems like there's no hope in that district. So it's hard to look out there and say, oh, well, you know, we got a chance. Man, I don't even know how you coach up to play Longview. I'm going to be real. Like, I don't know how you (laughs) tell your guys about Longview. Like, I I don't know. I might start out with something like, let's just get through the day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's just get through the day <laughs> nobody quit on me <laughs> and eddie's got, start crying in pregame yeah eddie's got lancasters having to replace most of their defense and that's not something you want to have to do playing taylor Tate. no no not at all man that's gonna suck um who else is in that district um we got you got lufkin and you got uh tyler high down there yeah, it, it just I mean, man, like, it, and I, let me say this: I, I and I, some people didn't agree with me last year, but Tyler High did play a convincing first half against Longview, which made me get hope for the for the whole district. But Longview woke up in the second half and just destroyed them after that, and it reminded me why there's no hope <laughs> in this district. <laughs> so. Uh, at one point, I thought, okay, well, Lancaster might be able to play with him, and you know, let's see what Luff can do next. And but the way they treated Tyler High that second half, it was it was almost like a little a little step brother or something like that. Man, they just did him wrong, and and yeah, they just over they overpowered him. And this is this is it's Longview show. It, I mean, that's for real. It's Longview show. It's Longview show. I don't. I honestly, if I would be shocked if they lost a the game in this. I would be shocked. Well, you oh. might be shocked then because Lancaster Uh-oh. is not a bad you team. You think they're going to do it? No, they're not, they're not bad. 
our friend, our friend Eddie, he mentioned that they did replace a lot of their defense, and they did. But let's look at who they got coming back. They got Corian Gibson coming back. I believe he's a Clemson commit. Uh, Jacoby Williams on the defensive right. line. I've had a, a Lancaster coach tell me that they think he's the best defensive line that player that he's ever they've ever seen, and he's a freshman yeah. last year, and he was a D one you know Ooh. all district guy there. Uh, they got Josh Brown coming back at, at, at linebacker. So the players they got coming back are D one studs, and they got everybody coming back on the offensive side of the ball. They got two quarterbacks, so they rotated. They got three receivers, including another transfer uh, coming in, and they got uh, a running back coming back. So you look at all Kiwan Lacey. Uh, so they've got six skill players who are probably D1 kind of players uh, all playing, all, all looking for offensive time there. And this year, the game is in Lancaster. It's not in Longview. And I know there are some people who thought, of, you know, we talked about a couple of calls and, and, and some of the games y'all were talking about earlier. Uh, there are some Lancaster people who are very miffed and said if they didn't have that East Texas refereeing crew, that game would not have gone uh, Longview's way. So that that's a pure 50-50 game, I think. Now, obviously, Longview, you know, I, I always invoke Ric Flair theory when it comes to, uh, you know, these teams to be the man. you got to beat the man, and Longview is the man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you got that going on, but at the same time, uh, it's in it's in Lancaster, and you're not going to have that East Texas officiating crew. So, can, but we know Longview considers kind of that DFW area, Lobo Stadium West. They love coming out twenty and, and playing big games in Dallas. And I don't think they're going to be intimidated coming to playing Lancaster at all. Yeah, Eddie's well, I, Eddie's agreeing with I you. Right uh, yeah, Eddie's agreeing with you, Matt. Earlier, you said that they would lose to McKinney. That's what he's projected here on his his thing. So, Kyle, what do you what, what do you think about this, what do you think about this district, Kyle? But y'all, y'all said it all. That I agree with everything y'all said. I think it's Longview's district. It's on, the only question is, are they going to lose a, a game in district? I don't, I don't think they will. But that will be the. I think it's a two horse race between Longview and Lancaster. So that's uh, everybody else just fighting for third and fourth. Yeah, and it's. I think there's a chance that we can get one of those East Texas schools up in that that top four. Other than Longview, um, they're going to have to step it up and improve off last season, obviously, but. But I think you've got Lufkin, which well, they were right there, and then Tyler High with the new coach um, could could inject some. Nice and Longview, Lufkin, Lancaster, and and and, and, and Tyler High all makes but man, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Almost an East Texas sweep, but you know. We can dream, but I want to piggyback off of what Vincent was saying because I don't know if you're looking at some of these teams, you know, Lufkin and, and, and Tyler Hyde, these are not bad teams. If they were in some different districts, no. they would no, be not bad at all. But the DFW area teams have just gotten forty is like ridiculously good. They've gotten a couple of recruit, uh, a couple of transfers this summer. Recruits? Did you say? Did you say recruits, Matt? Or you transfers? Yeah. You know, it, it happens. He said it there. right. You got the right. portal over here in Somebody the just got in trouble. Somebody got flagged. But Kelvin <laughs> Riggins, I mean, from South Oak Cliff, five-star linebacker, they just got him in the last week, and they got a, a got a quarterback transfer over there as well. So I mean, you know, they they're they're very good. McKinney North is beatable though, and if I remember my schedule right, McKinney North's got to go play Tyler High at at, at Rose Stadium. Uh, so that's a very winnable game for for Tyler High, and that's one of those games that can flip on you. But you know, McKinney North has been in this kind of district for a while and when you you got to go out and play you know 
Barber's Hill or Fort Arthur Memorial in the first round uh, like they did last year. So they've got that experience in, in traveling. Uh, but McKinney North, I don't look at them on paper and go, oh, that's an amazing team. They just get the benefit of the doubt having made the playoffs last year. And they got their quarterback coming and running back coming back as well. But I really like Derek McFall, quarterback for Tyler High. That is a special kid right there. And, and he, he is a difference maker. And if he gets hot, you know, it's hard to pick against Tyler High when you're talking about the kind of that middle tier. Yeah, and he's a multi-sport athlete. I mean, he's he's a he's a nice little player on the basketball court as well. McFall, as we've seen him in person, and uh, yeah, it seems like he's been there forever. Uh, I know Corey, we covered him. Was it two years ago when uh, yeah. in, in Tyler High when Chapel Hill played them, and and uh, he's one of those guys that's he's just been on varsity forever, and it seems like he's never going to graduate. But this would be his chance, and he's going to have the the eyes on him this year. Be his team. Um, so let's move on down to um, well, actually, let's let's let Matt. So five A Division One for you in DFW. How do you see it going? I, I got uh, Longview one, Lancaster two, Forney three, McKinney North four, Tyler High five, Lufkin six, North Mesquite seven, West Mesquite eight. Well, and I'm talking about the whole like for DFW. You know, for for your area, how do you see it shaking out? And we, we, we're the champions over here as well. I mean, but you look at Division Two, uh, or, or you look at Region Two, and obviously you got Mansfield, Timberview, and Frisco Lone Star as your kind of your big dogs to keep an eye on as you're having those playoffs. But again, it's Alito. I mean, we, we saw it last year. You know, you, you have to go through Alito. They've got everybody coming back. Uh, but this is the first time that they that they had a coaching change this year. So Coach Buck and Coach Wood, uh, kind of the architects of that 20-year run that Alito has had. It's like if John King goes, you know, you start to wonder, okay, well, what's it going to be like with life after him? Uh, I'm, I'm very curious about that. But Alito, they've got about 10 to 12 players coming back, all D1 studs, uh, all players who contributed to that state championship. And I think I saw a comment uh, that Alito is uh, Longview's kryptonite, which has been very accurate. Uh, so whoever gets out of Region 2 is going to have to go through uh, – go through Alito and it's hard to go through Alito. And so I think that coaching change uh, might be the X factor as far as that goes. All right. Well, let's go down to the uh, division two. We've got, you know, district eight, five, a division two. Um, this one's a uh, pretty much all East Texas district here. Uh, Matt, I'm sure you still, cause you're still watching cause you've got, they're going to match up against seven, five, a, and it's, that's kind of, I guess it's on the edge of DFW. There, those, those are kind of the, the, uh, I guess easternmost schools that are kind of growing out this direction. So um, let's talk. Let's talk that. We'll also talk seven five eight because that will that will actually go along with this district. We've got, um, of course, uh, Texas High. I think to me, is stand, they they're at the top of the district. I think, you know, they've got their tradition. They they you know I think they ended up still. Uh, ended up with a tie last year for the district championship. They lost the game to White House. You know, Eddie's got the controversy. Where, where there's some iffy calls, you know, who knows? Um, but to me, and then it's them in White House, like right to me. It's White House and Texas High. I think those two are, you know, above everybody else. We kind of showed in our polls. Uh, everyone's pretty high on them. Um, but honestly, you go below that, and I think for me, I know Corey – I'm sorry, but Nacogdoches top five. I know you, it, it's not happening for them no, this year. Listen, no. don't bring don't bring it up. I'm telling you what happened. You got to bring it. It's a, it's a hey, fake poll. You. It's and not a fake I poll. I did it just because. 
who who, so, who picked this as a fake poll? Raise your hand if you picked this as a fake poll. Kyle, no, don't don't give him any more fuel to the fire, Kyle. Um, it's a fake. I can no, throw. Listen, okay. I can throw. I can throw at a board and have a better poll than that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who who do I honestly think? Okay. Clearly, White House is probably the best team in that district. Okay. You know they got a lot of they got a lot of teams returning. I like White House over that district. They got they got some guys returning. I got you. Texas High. Traditionally, Texas High is always going to be. You know we we know that for a fact. I do like Marshall. You know, I'm yeah. That not just because my I last name. You but like Marshall? I do like Marshall. Mm. I do like Marshall. I, I like I like what they did last year. Six and five. They won some tough games. They battled it out. You know, teams like that. I give them a lot of props. You know, it take it takes a lot, especially when you haven't been, I won't say successful in years past, and you kind of battle it out. But those younger, especially trying to build a program, those younger guys don't forget to win, and winning is contagious. And so when you're trying to build a program, that means a lot. They got their first round game in at six and five. Hey, they may go seven and four. Who knows? You know, one game above the last year is okay. I don't think they're going to come through and run the district or nothing like that, but I give them a shot. And number four, I, I do I do want to say Hallsville is probably going to be that fourteen. I like Hallsville out of that squad. So what about the, the get, you're going to have Hallsville, possibly Hallsville and Pine Tree kind of backdoor right outside of Longview rivals fighting it out looks like for that that last spot to me um i think it's marshall pine tree and hallsville three teams for two spots there in that district i think you could shake them up you, you expect marshall to be above them but the way last year shook out you just never know i mean it's it, those games are just so close i think i do like hallsville as well but don't count out pine tree um i think that those all five of those teams are going to be real competitive and i wouldn't be surprised if Somebody snuck up on White House or Texas High, and that made a difference in the district title as well. I don't think anybody sneak up on that. I just, I don't. I didn't say I if would. It, if it, I, just, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If it is, I mean, Pantry's got us. Okay. I'm when was the last I'm time you? When was the last time you said, "Oh, we got to watch out for Pantry"? No disrespect. When was the last time you said you got to watch out for Pantry? Not, yeah. not recently. Eddie says toss up between Pine Tree and Hallsville. I'm, I'm going to go with Hallsville on that more than I am. On, I'm not. I'm. I don't know. I'm just not really sold on Pine Tree yet. Um, I guess we'll I, see. I, I, like I wish it was success. Really. We'll we'll see week one. They, they play Van. I mean, honestly, you know, Van's always a really good team. They're bringing a lot back, and so um, if they come out and beat Van go. and put it to them, maybe maybe that shows me something. I give I'll, change, hey, I'll change I'll my mind. It. They beat Van. They beat Van by three touchdowns. I'm, I'm done. Hey, you, you I ain't even going to say that. You, you, got just got to you just beat him. I give it to you. You know, I, I got you. You, you, you learn that. You know, no disrespect to Pontra. I'm just not, you know, that showed me something. <laughs> he he going to stick with this week schedule thing. Man. So, he, he ain't gonna well, they didn't show you something yeah. last year when they played Texas High within a score. I mean, I, I pick 8-5-A as part of my weekly picks because i got to keep, keep an eye on them. And that district was so parity-driven last year. I mean, crazy things week after week. I mean, you had Nacogdoches beat White House last year. And you can say, well, this, that, or the other. That's how close this district was. You're, you know, you had teams 
from one to seven any given week could all beat each other and, and did. And that, that showed itself on the field. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could look over the sample size of 10 games, who's going to last, and you can look at the cream rising to the top. But this district is a hell of a district, and they play each other well. you got rivalries in this district. The kids all know each other. This is a fun district. I'm a little jealous of you guys that you get a district like this. Uh, every week you're going to have bangers. I mean, Which you know, that Nacogdoches game where they beat – where they beat White House, it was kind of like a uh, – I almost want to say that was like a trap game because we were talking about that before. We were saying how they had already lost to Chapel Hill and how they had to win that game. You know, it, it, it was – if they didn't win that game, it was no hope for that season. It was over. You know, so I can understand the so mindset did- being a little bit different. And they, they're not horrible. They had some athletes. It's just Chapel Hill was just a lot better than them. Every A lot of other teams just came out, and I think – for the most part, with with Nacogdoches, uh, they had the athletes. I think they just couldn't have it come together on the field to where it worked in their favor, especially against some more polished schools. But if you came in there and you wasn't giving them their respect, they might have snuck up on you. And I think that's what happened to White House. I think they snuck up on White House, and it was too late to try to bounce back from it. You know, uh, I, I – I don't like to hold that against White House. I have to hold it against them in some form. But I, I, I understand how Nat and why they had to win that game in particular, you know, at the time. That just looks – I'm looking at the schedule. That that loss just looks odd. It, looks <laughs> it odd. does. It just stands out. And you know what? I think what makes it, it worse like is that Nat went on to lose the game after that. You know, that's what made it. Yeah, that, that's, that's what made it almost that's the, that's the worst. That yeah, that's the, the worst. That's the worst. I think we talked about it, fellas, on on the show that wrap up show that week. We're like, okay, well, maybe Nakadocha's found something, and then yeah. they turned around and laid an egg the next week. Like, well, the oh, never week, mind. Maybe that was same a fluke. Fashion, it was just like, you know, it's like that wrestler that that get that boost of energy. They pop up real quick, and then they get choke slammed again. And it's like, <laughs> man, we stay down, bro. <laughs> or they go through <laughs> like 20, 20 barbed wire fire tables, right, Matt? And they still get up. <laughs> Five five star matches in in uh, District Eight Five A. You know White House. When you look at things, and, and Eddie kind of talked about this, White House is probably going to be four and zero going into that game against Nacogdoches. I was looking at Nacogdoches' schedule; they're probably going to be zero and four again. That's going to be another trap game because you know yeah. Nacogdoches plays a good up. schedule. Yeah. And the yeah. game was at home against White House. And the game was at home at White House. Then they got to go to. I mean, then they have to go to where? Who is it? No, actually, it was away. I'm sorry, it was away. I'm looking at something. It was away. So, well, at least they have the game at home this time. So. Yeah, they're going to get them at home this year. Man, if you if if they weren't up for the game last year, surely this year, coaches oh, got to come. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, surely it got us circled. So, um, so okay. So, I know you. I know they took the sweep last year. Seven five eight took it to a mat. So. What what's seven five a looking like, and and the, what do you think the matchups are going to be that first round uh, between your Dallas DFW teams versus the East Texas teams? No, Lovejoy and Melissa are two of the top teams in the state, and I've I've got Lovejoy one and Melissa two in that district. I don't think anybody in eight five a is going to beat those teams. You're going to have to go out to Melissa and Lovejoy, Collin County area, uh, and, and play those road games. Uh, so I, I think those are going to be two wins. Terrell is sneaky good this year. That's kind of a fringe East Texas team out there on eighty. Uh, you know, and, and 
y'all might even want to call them an East Tech. If y'all call you, you could take them and put them in your top five. I'll, I'll give them to you if you want to feel good about Terrell. Uh, get a good team out there in your DFW area. Terrell against whoever that number two seed is, is going to be a, a 50-50 game. We saw Terrell beat Texas High last year. Uh, so obviously that's not a team necessarily you want to see uh, in the first round. But that fourth spot, I think whoever wins District 8-5A should definitely get that win. But I think uh, Terrell uh, versus whoever is the, the, the second seed out of 8-5A, uh, that'll be a 50-50 game. So I, I'm seeing probably 3-1 with 7-5A, uh, but I could also see it 2-2 if a, a third-place team like Marshall uh, really you know, ha- has a competitive game uh, and, and can get up there to that second seed, whether it's Texas High, White House, or Marshall, uh, one of those three. I think at least one of those three teams will get a win. And if you're 8-5A, you've got to be thinking, we've got to get a win this year. I mean, you come out of Beast, Texas, and you get swept by the – the Dallas district, that's just plain embarrassing. I think we just we really didn't have a whole lot to say about that. I mean, we, we were really surprised. I mean, obviously, like you said, uh, Lovejoy and Melissa are both fantastic programs, and I don't think those two surprised anyone. But those other games, uh, to go now that they've got the word it's a home game, uh, and I really do like that, by the way. I, I, I like the rewarding um, those teams for finishing top two. I like the rewarding of them getting the home game. I think that's a cool thing. I don't know if they'll continue to move that down the classifications or not, but I do like that in that first round. Um, and so I, I just Saturday, think that's a huge, two that's o'clock a, game. That's a huge advantage though, that the home game. Um, so I, I'm surprised that that they went on the road to East Texas and were able to come out with wins. That that's impressive from seven five A, honestly. But, you know, the tenor of Beast Texas, in my opinion, the, the base of that voice really doesn't start till 4A. So no, nobody out here in DFW is scared of East Texas. Even Longview, uh, there's not really that fear factor anymore of East Texas. 4A, yeah, yeah I think we're, we're all respecting Carthage and Gilmer and, and that East Texas speed. Uh, they don't see any of that out here. But uh, 6A, 5A, eh, got to work on the, getting that, that roar back. All right, so in, in in total in DFW, Matt, uh, Division Two, how do you see that shaking out? I mean, you, all, all we keep doing is talking about champs over here. We got Duncanville, we got DeSoto, we got Alito, we got South Oak Cliff. It is the uh, the area of champions, and I think South Oak Cliff is going to be uh, right there as well. Uh, Region Two is going to be you know again a banger. You got South Oak Cliff, uh, you got Melissa, you've got Lovejoy, and a team I think it has a really good chance of advancing far as Mansfield Summit. Mansfield Summit finished fourth in that district last year, uh, and they played South Oak Cliff in the first round, and South Oak Cliff needed the fourth quarter punt return to beat uh, Mansfield Summit. South Oak Cliff got shut down by Mansfield Summit, and Summit's bringing back everybody this year. Uh, so keep an eye on Mansfield Summit. And then in Region 1, obviously it's going to come down to Argyle and Frisco Emerson. Uh, Frisco Emerson is probably a school you've never heard of because this is only their second year playing varsity football, uh, but they have only they didn't have any seniors play last year. And they got Mike Hawkins, the very talented uh senior quarterback from Allen who transferred over. Uh, so they are loaded for bear. So Argyle and Frisco Emerson are the two teams you got to keep an eye on region one. And I think you're going to see the winner of that Argyle Frisco Emerson game. Cause I think it's going to happen twice. They play in district and they're going to play, I think in the regional finals, uh, the winner of that will probably play either South Oak cliff, Mansfield summit, uh, Lovejoy or Melissa. And then that'll be probably your state champion. Argyle gave South Oak cliff everything they want. They gave South Oak Cliff everything they wanted it in, so that, that was a good one. So 
It's our guy. Well, what do you expect? What do you expect? Rudd will talk about Stephenville next week or ne- yeah. next episode. Yeah, it's uh, Stephenville's 4A still, so uh, Conrad. So they're they're in next uh, the next one. We uh, get that far. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's pretty much wraps up that, uh, Matt, we, we're going to, we're going to let you get out of here and we're going to kind of wrap up and talk about some things coming up on the network, but, uh, we really appreciate you coming out and giving us your, uh, DF dub expertise and, uh, yeah, respect. I, I appreciate that. And, and I know Kyle's waiting for me to get out of here so he can go back to being the bully. <laughs> 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 right right we'll see you to, are you gonna be on tomorrow I, I i got girls seventh grade b league volleyball oh i'm still waiting God, for you man. to send me your um your input on uh for tomorrow's show just send me uh, some video we'll we'll play it on the show then we can talk bad about well, you we don't have, to have video we don't have to have video we can just uh you know we could just have his picks you can read them off there you go <laughs> hope your rib is okay kyle oh it's good rib. it's good i'm solid i'm solid like, I got the sympathy pains with your your brother. Oh no 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 no! We're good. We're good. I'm good. <laughs> that was Matt, a great episode. Thank you for having me on. And uh, oh, we appreciate it. Maybe we'll, yeah, maybe we'll have you on again sometime uh, during the season, Matt. We appreciate you joining us. Appreciate it, Matt. Oh yeah, DFW Insider Matt Diggs, and I'd like to thank him for joining us. And uh, man, fellas, this is week one. And I'm I'm already ready to talk about the next one next week. We've got two more preview shows the next two weeks. We'll have 4A next week. Um, we'll talk about our poll and break down the 4A districts. Um, we've got a lot of teams in 4A. I know it's just one classification, but there's a lot to talk about, a lot of good talent coming out of Beast Texas. Um, and then the next week, um, that's the 16th of August, we'll have our 2A, 3A, and private school show. We'll break those down and, and talk about those schools. And uh, then the the first week, the week before, uh, we'll kind of wrap everything up. We'll we'll kind of talk about what we've what we got coming this season. It'll just kind of be a, just a kind of a roundtable session. We don't know really exactly what we're going to talk about. We'll talk about a little football coming up in week one, and uh, that's kind of what we've got going on. Um, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, our wrap up show is going to be a little bit different format this season. It's going to be more of just the wrap up part. We'll talk about the previous week. We'll talk about our polls. We'll argue back and forth about who's right, who's wrong, um, and then we'll have we're actually going to have a new podcast. It's called uh, "Beast from the East." Um, we'll be releasing that every week. Um, I'm not sure our release time. We haven't quite narrowed it down. Once we do, we'll let you know. Um, but that will be where we go to our top ten games of the week, which will become our pick'em games, and we'll talk individually about the matchups, who we think is going to win. So you'll have to go there to see who we picked this year. Um, so those guys. Uh, um, all those pick them games and you're looking for them, that's where they're going to be on a different on a different place. So um, same guys, we'll have a roundtable discussion. We'll have It'll basically be a roundtable with the Netizen crew. So it'll, it may be us every week. We may be in and out. We'll have some other voices on as well. Um, Kyle may bring his brother his, or his uncle Kevin. You know, if he can get him on the show, that'd be awesome. I'd like to see I'm him. Working do- it. I'm working hey, on it. I'm off. He, he might have some time for you. Yeah, I'm working on it. Um, see if I can uh, get him on a show one time. I got to hit him up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, uh, we'll have – do you give us a plug for tomorrow night? Kyle and I will be on uh, the Disrespect Sports Network tomorrow night. We're going to be talking WWE SummerSlam preview. I'm, I'm excited to talk about that. seems like we haven't talked wrestling in a while either. Kind of lull. So we're going to do that tomorrow night. Um, as we're about we're, to have too much because there's going to be two AEW shows back-to-back. Whew. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. They got high school football coming. 
Um, in closing, fellas, you got anything? You got anything uh, to uh, tell our our audience? Happy football season! <laughs> Here, hey Eddie's 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 confused. He's he asked if you're okay, Vince. Am I okay, Eddie? We've been through this. I've been here, Eddie. I've been here. Where have you been? He left. Been, he, he left when Pleasant Grove got eliminated last year. He left. Yeah, the- I haven't heard from you since. Again, I was calling everybody over there in PG. I'm calling <laughs> hospitals. I'm trying to figure out, man, did, 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 did you get sick? What happened, man? I, I was wondering. I was and, worried about you. And, and it was like, <laughs> one, two, three, Cancun. <laughs> yeah, they, they, you know, the hospitals, they, 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 were, they was like, who is this guy, Vince? He keeps calling me every week. He said hibernation. <laughs> okay. I, I, I understand. I I understand I've, I've had my, my seasons. I've had my seasons of hibernation. All right. Well, I mean, it's, it's good to have you full time with us, Kyle. I'm glad you, you're able to to be here. You got the schedule switched a little bit, so now you're off a little bit earlier. Hopefully, that moves even even earlier off uh, as we move along. But we're glad you're able to uh, not have to work and talk to us at the same time, and that's a little difficult sometimes. But we appreciate you making time. Uh, Vince and Corey, and myself, we'll be also doing a new podcast this season called the old dog show. We've got a little preview up right now on the, on the YouTube channel. Um, and so, and then we cost possibly uh, Kyle, maybe working on some coaches shows. So we're going to have a lot of different content. Um, we're going to, we're going to keep Kyle busy, even though he's not doing games. We're going to, we've got some things to keep him busy. Well, what is that? Is that your cat? Okay. I was making sure that I wasn't tripping. Yeah, that's my cat. Okay. Uh, no, 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 just a cat. Just a cat. Oh, so, I thought that was so Eddie's asking our schedule. Um, we'll be here every Wednesday at 8 30. That's going to be the continue the weekly wrap up show. We'll be here live every Wednesday at 8 30. Um, the other stuff will be pre recorded and we'll be releasing those, um, in kind of a staggered so there'll be different dates. We haven't quite, I think we kind of talked about the dates, we haven't nailed those exactly down, but we'll make sure that that goes out social media and everywhere else. And once we know, we'll tell you on shows when that's going to happen. So it's kind of a new schedule. So we're trying to make sure we get everybody and, and coordinate since it's going to be multiple people of us having to uh, record these. So uh, thanks for the question. It's a good, good question. Um, that's going to do it for tonight's first episode of the season. The uh, you know, weekly wrap up show. We six, a five, a preview show. Uh, thank you again, uh, professor Matt Diggs for joining us. And giving his take for the uh, 6A, 5A schools. For Vince, CM Corey Marshall and KO Kyle Owens, I'm Brett Swinney. We'll catch you next time right here on the Week of Rappel Show. See you next week, everyone. Good night, everyone. Peace. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. 
L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas. For proven, trusted medical care, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. <laughs> 